is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody to the Schaefer Baseball Report number 70. 70. Wow. We're climbing. We are. We're getting there. That's a lot. It is. Last last week was 6.9. 6.9, yeah. And now we're going to 70. Yep. And uh, well, we got uh, Chief 2B, Easy Cheese, John Ennis with us, Andrew One Tools, Ike, Vanilla Shafe, the Ultimate Caucasian. So, really? Yeah, that's good. That you know how I got that name? <coughs> Tell me. Okay. So when I, when I was in Seattle and I got most of my starts would usually be on a Sunday or a travel day, and when I'd get on the field, I'd look around and I was the only Caucasian. So I would go, hey, you know. Harold Reynolds used to say, hey, Vanilla, you're Vanilla, Vanilla Shafe. And then I threw in the ultimate Caucasian. And now I have kids actually say that. I have kids in our organization that say, hey, Vanilla. It's funny. I don't like being called coach. I'll take Vanilla over coach. Why are you smirking? <laughs> it's just funny. What's funny about it? I don't know. The whole story. It's hilarious. The, the, the ultimate Caucasian or the Vanilla? Shafe, Shafe, Combined. baby. You yeah. know that song, right? No. No, I don't they know. Changed shave, it shave, I, they changed it to Ice. It was really oh, Shave, Shave, that's Baby. That's the original? Okay. Yeah, now they, yeah, they changed it to Ice, 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 Baby. So, But uh, yeah, show number 70, and we're going to roll right in, man. Here we go. All right, so the awards are out. And surprises? No surprises? I I, I think the uh, I think the AL Cy Young should have been Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, the, the Verlander had one more win. Um Cole had about thirty more strikeouts, and about a, he was about a tenth lower on the ERA. So writers pick these. Yeah, 30, 30 votes. Right. 30 so Garrett Cole walks off the field at the end of the World Series, and he's staring everybody down, and he makes comments like he made, like almost kind of disrespectful to the organization, disrespectful to the game. Do you think some of that plays in? No, the, the voting was already done by then. Done before the World yeah, Series. The, vote, the voting's done before the end of the World Series. All right, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I yeah, didn't know the, that. Uh, the Rookie of the Year voting, the MVP voting, all, all that stuff. Yeah, before, I didn't. I didn't know the, that before the series. Why don't they let so it that, finish so out? That, yeah, why wouldn't they let it finish out? Because that, why it's, not? A, it's a regular season award, and that oh. way it gets. They don't want it. They don't. They want to make sure. So that that's why Kershaw gonna, can win certain things and stink it up in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean it's a regular season right. versus a postseason. Yeah, I, I all these years I never realized. I always thought it was to the end, and then the, the ballots were cast. And yeah, I mean I always sat around. I always sat around. You know, right at the end of the season, waiting to see. You know, waiting for that phone call. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Mine was for my probation officer. <laughs> you got to do. You got to do your service now. <laughs> yeah. But all right, so th- those two guys, the uh, Cy Young. Goes. I mean, they both had great years. Sure. You know, it's like trying to choose between great and great, and it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, I think Cole had the Cole had the edge, and um, you know, if, if you do look at the playoffs and stuff like that too, I mean, he had a stronger playoff, but obviously that doesn't uh, factor into it. But I thought he was stronger. I mean, everything else, uh, the Bellinger one was was fairly close um, between he and Yelich. Uh, I think you know honestly. I think the difference being the the twenty four games. I think Yelich they, yeah, they missed the at end. the end of the season. And sure, the, you know that's unfortunate. But uh, you yeah. know you can't take anything away from Bellinger's season either. Um, no, especially where he bounced back from. Yeah, and it wasn't you know I mean you know you know we we look at these things we you know sometimes we overanalyze them for a second year guy. I mean he hit two sixty with twenty five. You know it was yeah. as bad as it was. Right. It wasn't like this like you know like he just came back from. You know the depths of of hell. You know, I mean, it was like, uh, it was, yeah, it but was that's, a that's 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 token that's token numbers now. 
You know, I mean, it, those are not numbers that are impressive anymore. Yeah, but for a 22-year-old, that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good second year. You know, yeah. when you look at and you look across uh, across sports, you know, you look at you know like Baker Mayfields and stuff like that, guys mm-hmm. that are in their second year. You know, they come out and they flash their first year, and everybody thinks, oh, it's just going to be so easy. They still got a lot of growing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still a lot of things that they have like to do. Like Donald, like Donald with the Darnold? Jets. <laughs> I don't know if it's Darnold or it, it, it seems like there's a curse, man. It's it's the same thing with yeah. I mean, there's it's a curse. It's a the Jets for some reason or another can always find a way to become a dumpster fire. <laughs> so we're talking about football today? No, we're not. Just, that's the only name I know on the Jets right now. I, I can't even. I get I get abused by my uh, by my wife's best friend down in Florida, who's a huge Patriot fan, mm-hmm. and just eats me alive on text the whole time. So uh-huh. I. I, I I'll take a selfie with my finger in front of my face, my middle finger, like I'm sleeping. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not even watching. But, um, uh, Alonzo wins the uh, NL uh, Rookie of the Year, which I mean that was yeah. that was awesome. Uh, he had, I mean, that's an unbelievable year, especially mm-hmm. in that ballpark. I mean, yeah. he hit 50 plus in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether the balls are juiced or not, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty significant uh, deal right there. And then Jordan Alvarez uh, with the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, he flew under the radar for the most part, but uh, I think a lot of people got to see him in the uh, in the playoffs and stuff. And he's he's a beast, man. I'll tell you, two good players. That, that I mean, I really, really like. Like, all right, I like I like to give the Mets. I mean, that's he he put up some big things, but you know, the, the all round players. The other one is Soto, with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. That didn't that came up late. Yeah, and um, you know, he's. I mean, there's some exciting players that are coming through that are that are young that. That I like all around. They're not just not yeah, like Acuna Junior. and right. And yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there's 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 a lot of excitement in that. And it's you know, I mean, these guys are twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. You know, it's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Um, one of the things that kind of made me laugh a few years ago was when they were comparing the Rookie of the Year when it was Bellinger and Judge. Yeah. And Judge is actually kind of an anomaly for he was a twenty five year old rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as you know, he seems like this super young guy. I mean, he's twenty eight, twenty nine now already. Yeah. I mean, that, it seems like that's gone by rather quickly. Um, what do you What do you got on this sign stealing stuff? Oh gosh, how about all the memes that are coming out on the sign? That's some funny stuff, yeah. man. There's some There's some rude <laughs> stuff and some crude stuff, but it seems like all day long I'm getting all this this stuff. You know, it's you know Jack put out when I was with Chicago, um, and I wasn't there long enough to even. No, but you know, apparently there was a light a light that went on and off in the outfield. You know, based on the the pitch, and um, you know, Jack posted something on it the other day, which you know, that's Jack. You know, he's going to stir the pot, but um, it that part right there, I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree with at all. I mean, I think it's absolutely cheating. Now, if you can take signs, if you can pick up the signs from the catcher, and you can learn to relay them in from second base, or steal them from the third base, or coach. steal them from the coach, or something like that. That's mm-hmm. a different. That's a different story. That's been part of the game, and that's and that's just a strategy of the game. You know, you, you give certain signs for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if if somebody breaks your code, you break your code. But if you got some geek up there that's you know that's you know running a. Uh, you know, camera. Like, they're just watching the. Yeah, I mean, you can sit there and just watch the camera, and it's it's you know, there's not a lag anymore. Right. You know, it's real time. When right. You're watching that yeah. camera, so I mean, they can. Uh, I I agree with you. I mean, you know, it's your job to protect and make sure right. that they're not stealing your signs from second base. It's your job to make sure your catcher's covering up and the guy in first base is getting a lead. It's your job to make sure you 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 cycle through your signs at third base mm-hmm. so that they can't be stolen. But if you're sitting up there and you're using it, you know, 
technology to steal yeah. signs. Yeah. To me, that's that, that's that's across the line. That's that's not above board. It's like deflated footballs. Uh, I, I wouldn't. We're back on that. football. <laughs> I like go after like the bad things in the football. You know, it's it. Like Sam Darnold. Did you see? Did you see the one meme that was Bill Belichick as, as the uh, as the Astros? Um, he uh, he was the cameraman for the Astros. <laughs> yeah, it was Bill Belichick <laughs> with a camera out in center field. Uh, you know, but it, the uh, the policing of that is different now. You know, I mean, even the policing of guys stealing signs from second base. If you stole signs from second base, it was expected. You would try to do that, right? And we do with our kids, you know. I mean, listen. Well, that's, somebody, why, that's why you go second sign. That's why you go third sign. That's why you go... Well, yeah, there's a whole know, different... Touches. Yeah, touches and stuff like that. But now, yeah, and then, so what you would do is you'd turn around and you'd, you'd stick somebody, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, somebody was going to pay for the fact that you broke the code. Even though they're going to come back and try and do it again... The, the the only thing is the, the only rule with that is don't get caught. Don't get caught. You, you know, have you, to be. Don't do get you caught. know that's on Pap's tombstone? Don't get caught. Don't get caught. I like it. Is that amazing? That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. So yeah, that's how my boys have been raised. No, they're not. And <laughs> <laughs> some parts, some parts definitely, but yeah, but so there's the the policing is different now. You know, I mean, the, the, the policing of the entire game is different now because used to, the clubhouse used to be policed by the players. You know. Um, you know, uh, pimping home runs and stuff like that was, you know, was policed, you know, on the field. Mm-hmm. Stealing signs was policed on the field. Uh, you know, it's just, I mean, it's it, it's it's different. Um, now, it MLB, could be different. Now, again, man, just, we got, we got, there's a gap between you and I as far as playing time. Well, no, well, no I mean, this I stuck a guy, I stuck a guy for the guy before pimping mm-hmm. a home run. You know, I mean, it's just part of, it, it was mm-hmm. just part of it when, but the... But you didn't get ejected. MLB, you didn't get ejected. No, no, it was. I didn't even get a warning. The MLB. I mean, just last year they started that campaign where it's let the kids yeah. play. Yeah. It's it's the kids playing now, and it, and they're and they're and they're they're allowing them to have a childish. They're, they're, they want them to be children on the yeah. field, but they want them to act like adults in every other aspect. Yeah. And it's like you know, it used to be men played this game. This yeah. was a man's game. Yeah. Um, and to me, that you know, they're kind of MLB is actually kind of pushing that agenda as far as you know, making it. You know, making listen, it Brigman, Brigman hits a bomb and carries the bat all the way down to first base and then drops it, and then Soto comes back and that's how he's supposed to. That's how he's supposed to go. Oh, I got you now, and he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen. The next guy that came up after Bregman should have been down. That's old school. Yeah. Right now, that next guy, especially in that situation in 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 a World Series environment. You can't afford to lose a guy because the guy on the bump is going to get chucked if he if he if he goes after. But the guy that pimped the home run and dropped the bat at first base, nothing happens to him. No, other no. than other than somebody you know they chirp back and forth each other on ooh, on Twitter. Ooh. They get each other on Twitter. Yeah, that's uh, Twitter. Twitter. To be fair, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> it's changed. It's changed. Some of it, some of it's fun. Some of it, you know, there's some things that have changed that I like, and there's some yeah. things like that that it's just like, you, you don't act like that. You know, you wouldn't act like that, and you know, you close a big deal. You're not, you know, in in a business world, or right? You know, I mean, right. there there's certain ways you don't act. It's turned into entertainment instead of sport, almost to a degree. It's all about entertainment. It's all, you know, it's championship wrestling. It's you know, it's, well, the MLB, even if they say they don't like it, they love it because sure. it creates a buzz and it gets people talking, and 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 you can't deny that. You know, there's there are things that happen that are that are awesome, but it's not the game that is creating the excitement. It's it's all it's all the the peripheral. Yeah, yeah. It, bring, it, bring, it brings the the fan that doesn't really understand the game into the park. 
you're getting a guy that, oh, can this guy hit 100? Oh, he hit 100. I mean, that's something for them to watch, right? And that has or, nothing or to do with the actual game. has with, nothing with, to do with the game, right? So the guy that, you know, they come in here to see home runs. Oh, I saw this guy hit a home run. It used to be like people talk about, well, I went to a game, I saw Babe Ruth hit a home run. Yeah. Like that was something, right? Now you go to the park and one through nine are hitting home runs. It's not even, it's not even special. No. I mean, there's guys, that, there's like scouting reports for, the, for, for these like super fans that go into the outfield. There's like scouting reports. There's like guys that have caught multiple home oh, runs. Oh, I know. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, I mean, it's become that, it's not special anymore. Right. It's not, it's well, not you special. Can be, like you can become be. a hero now in the stands, like the guy that took the ball off the chest. Yeah. Carrying the two beers. Now, now that would have been you, no doubt about it. You wouldn't yeah. have, you know, Johnny Tubia. <laughs> Chief I, Tubia. He's not dropping anything. I would have dodged it, though. But I he blocked it. That was outstanding, man. He just like, you know, he, he, he went happy Gilmore. He up man. on it, man. And he, yeah. <laughs> that was outstanding. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, the award closest to home here, obviously, was what, uh, you know, what Schilt was given. Yeah, I um, thought that was awesome. That was phenomenal. And uh, and didn't have all the number one votes. Mm-mm. Had more second vote, uh, number two votes than than number one. Yeah. But, uh, you know, kind of a bittersweet scenario for him this week because he, you know, he, he lost his mom, um, Lib. Just prior to the uh, the announcement of that, so, but uh, you know, just a, just an amazing journey. I mean, he's the only manager ever to win a, uh, a manager of the year award and have never never played a day of professional baseball. That's that's pretty. Is that, is that one of those dubious ones too? I don't know if it's because <laughs> he would have liked to have played, right? Oh, it's like, absolutely, it's like no doubt about it. You know, I mean, even in his acceptance <laughs> speech on TV, he said, "Listen, I was not, I was not that player. You know, I was not. You know, he was not a very good college player, is what he said. You know, and you know, but he, you know, he dove in and he made himself the absolute best coach that he could possibly be. I mean, because yeah. he, he had this, you know, this uh, this world of knowledge. But it's, it, the journey is phenomenal. We bring it up all the time. I don't want to rehash it because our, you know, our listeners know about it. But you know, it's it's definitely it, it, it's almost like you couldn't write a script like this. No, it's uh, it, it, there's a movie several years ago. It was it was like Little Big League. Yeah, I think it was called yeah. where the kid. You know, was yeah, he's he the, the Minnesota kid. Twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's like, yeah, this. I mean, he just he knows how to coach. He knows how to lead. He understands the game. I mean, he's yeah. obviously a, a, a special student of the game. There's you know, and there's a lot of guys that have you know some of those qualities, but he's been mm. able to put all of those qualities together. And then you know one of the biggest things you know actually fortuitous is um, just being with the Cardinals. You know you talk about some of these organizations yeah, just run, absolutely run coaches in, run coaches yeah. out, and it's, you know it's nope. a big you know it's a hamster wheel of coaches. Um, you know it's it's a it's a really good place to be. Um, you know, there's a handful of organizations yep. like that where there's a ton of stability from top to bottom yeah. through the minor league systems. You know the the directors, the scouting departments, and things like that. And there's a reason those teams. Are always in the mix. They're sure. never dumpster fires. They have their like, way. like 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 Florida or uh, mm-hmm. Miami now. Mm-hmm. You know they can't even keep the same name. Right. Uh, there's a reason that those those teams get cycled out. You know. So I went and spent time with Michael when Lib was in the hospital before she passed, and so we kind of went down. We went down the hall, and you know, he, I mean, he flat out said to me, "Because I, I I almost sometimes don't believe this is real." You know, and I said, you know, if you think about it, he's 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 the kid that, that story in, in business where he started in the mailroom, mm-hmm. and he worked his way in every single department all the way up. And you're talking about the stability of an organization, right? So then, you know, they they keep climbing them, and it's you know, and, I, and I'm sure somewhere in that organization is going, you know, every time they bumped him up and did whatever, like this is not 
going to work. You know, the players are not going to adjust to him because mm-hmm. he doesn't have the, he's not from that fraternity. You know, as far as the players go, I mean, we're kind of selfish with that. You know, I mean, we look at it a certain way that, yeah. you know, either you did it or you didn't. Um, but so we were sitting and talking and he, he said, and I said to me, I said to him, I said, you are prepared, man. You've done every single thing you could possibly do in this game from from being a player in high school and little league and all that stuff. And then going on and, and being a high school coach, a college coach, an academy coach. You know, then you work your way as an associate scout, then you become a scout, and then you get on the field, and then you you know you're an assistant coach in in, in rookie ball, which is you know, let's just show up and you know you're, you're done flips. seventy games. You're the flip yeah, that's guy. it. You're the flip guy, and then to work your way into running the entire spring training, which nobody in the world wants that job. No, that is horrible, thankless job. Yeah, it is. But you know, but you say a thankless job, but the person the person that appreciated it the most was Tony Larusa, that was right down the hall from Michael, and then so they build they build a bond, and then Tony starts to see the you know i can trust this guy this guy's got something here right i can trust him and then he moves through the situation and he continues to go up but here's the part that i told uh, that i said to michael i said you know yeah it may seem unreal but the fact of the matter is you know somebody from a storied organization like the cardinals gave somebody that's not that doesn't have a playing background an opportunity to manage the st louis cardinals like so that right there that's like a big piece like holy cow you know, I mean, they could have gone out and got a Girardi or a Buck Showalter. You know what I mean? They could have got these guys that have this kind of, you know, this status as, as managers. But they go ahead and they give it to this kid that, you know, basically he's just had, you know, but no playing experience. Yeah. Well, and, and, I mean, you know, I mean, the guy that, you know, you said that uh, kind of took him under his wing early, LaRusa. I mean, his story is not that far different. Mm-mm. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, you know, he's a lawyer by trade. Right, I don't right. even know how much, I mean, I guess he dabbled in a little, in a little bit of minor league time. He got the big leagues a tad, I think. I think he snuck in a, a little bit. I'm not oh, really okay. sure. I, yeah, but I mean, yeah. very, very minimal. Very, yeah. you know, I mean, he's, you know, he's, um, they're not that that far different. So you can kind of see how that, yeah. again, that's one of those fortuitous things where it's like, that's the right place. That was the right place for him to be. Because you yeah. see, I mean, it's so easy to get lost in the fray. Whether you're a player, whether you're a scout. I mean, there's so many numbers. There's so much turnover. Um, you know, a lot of these places, the clock on on turning something over is so quick yep. that, that happened in the, Philly. Yeah, the good sometimes good guys get, yeah. get thrown away. Yeah, happened in Philly. Now Kapler goes to the Giants. I mean, I, that's that one shocked me. No way. It makes yeah. sense because the front office guys are. The, well, it was the Dodgers. Yeah, he, he went they to were Tampa. together yeah. at the Dodgers. So I mean, and that that part makes sense. But as far yeah. as as far as the baseball part makes sense, you know. I, I, I think you've seen along the way um, a little bit of transaction, transaction, transition back to baseball and a little bit more control in the dugout and a little bit more control by the manager instead of all the statistics. Now, the, the, the sabermetrics are out there. Like, this is how you play the shift. This is what you do. But in terms of how the lineup goes and who's playing and what's going on, you know, I think you can't get caught. I think, And I think Kapla was the was the experiment in Philadelphia to see if you could go total sabermetrics to see if this is going to be successful. Yeah, and it was, a, I mean, it, in, in all fairness, it was not the easiest situation to go into for a rookie manager either because, I mean, the expectations immediately were for that team to be at least contending in the East, mm-hmm. if not if not pushing themselves Right, but they the had playoffs. it on paper. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not, but, you know, you've got to go in there and take your lumps too, you know, it's not yeah. like, you know, let, you know, yeah. anybody, you know, you're going to, you're going to yeah. learn some things along the way. He messed up some bullpen stuff early on and he was under fire for mm-hmm. that. But, uh, you know, A.J. Hinch in, in Arizona is a good example. I mean, this doesn't mean it's the end of the road for Kapler as far right. as being a, being able to, you know, he can evolve just like everybody else can. 
He can. So he goes out there, and, and now there's there's the expectations in San Francisco aren't what they were in Philly. The microscope won't be as big. He, he, it may be a good so, situation. So, uh, you know, it's interesting that you say that the expectations aren't that when San Francisco had been to several World Series in the past 10 years. Yeah, but, I mean, this this coming year, they're going to be drafted in the top five. You know, I mean, right. they're they're mm-hmm. they're in a complete kind of retool phase. You know, it's, if, if they go out next year and they go five, So perfect timing for Bochy to say peace out. It was, and there was actually yeah. a day. There was actually a day he had some crazy stat line, and it was like there was like ten days to go in the season or something. But he was like perfectly five hundred or something like yeah. like that. <laughs> like and it was like it was like, and the numbers <clears throat> the numbers were crazy. It was uh, it was like three or four different numbers that were all the same number on that mm-hmm. one day. And if he had shut it down that day, it would have all stayed the same. Yeah. I don't know what ended up happening with it, but obviously it couldn't stay the same. But yeah, I think that I think I mean. You know, I don't. I don't know Kepler personally. Uh, you know, Dusty had, you know, good things to say about sure. him as a, yeah. as a as a guy and stuff yeah. like that. So, hopefully, he can go out there and evolve, and you know, hopefully, things work out for him. And if not, hopefully, they work out for Dusty. Well, we always want things to work out for Dusty, no doubt about it. Hopefully, somewhere down the road, Dusty is in that number one seat. You know, he's had enough interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he always seems to be on the tip of everybody's tongue. You know, when okay, let's you know, let's bring this guy into the interview process. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of interesting that a Girardi goes in there. So now they go, they go from the, the you know the young, unexperienced manager to let's let's go get the guy that's won a World Series or a couple. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's let's bring him in. Let's bring that 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 salty vet in and and rebuild the culture of the uh, the clubhouse. I, and I think that's a big part of it is the is, I, the, is the clubhouse culture, the grinding mentality. That's one of the <clears> things you know. I mean, you know, I mean, Kapler obviously is a you know physical specimen and right. he takes care of his body and things like that. But one of the things I think that that we lose with that saber metrics is you kind of lose the grinders. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of sitting out there and, and and guys going out there and just you know battling day after day, you know they're sitting there and just go matching up, matching up, right. matching up. Right. And so guys are in one day and out the next, sure. and they're in for half a game and then they're out and stuff like that. And you kind of and you lose you lose some of the continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you you know to me well, it's, you it's lose a, your role too. I mean it, you know. I, it, you got your starting nine. Or you got your starting nine if they're healthy. I, I actually think it's the opposite. I think you are completely defined by your role. I mean, I if you were supposed to play against right-handed pitchers, that is all you do. Right. So that was, you know, you go back. That I mean, that that's not changed. It's been that way for you know forever in terms of you know defining your role. But you're saying you're, you're just moving them in based on saving metrics. Like this guy faces this guy. This guy does well against this guy. So we're gonna we're gonna sub we're gonna pinch hit for him right now in the third. Yeah. Or the fourth, the fifth, instead the, of letting them grind out the AB. Okay, yeah, that's you know that, that that's fair. I can I can I can. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things is, you know, we talk about a, a lot of different things. One of the things is, you know, so, sometimes we protect guys from failure. Well, that's by not that's, allowing them. That's to, every parent that's out there right now in our world showcasing. You know, I mean, that's have, a whole nother. You have to the fail. mentality of the player. <laughs> you have to fail. You have to be given a chance exactly. to fail. Exactly. If you haven't been given a chance to fail, yeah. you, you honestly yeah. you feel kind of cheated. So if, if you go out there and you're just completely defined by these rules, you know, especially as a younger player, you know, yeah. 25, 24, 23, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I'm only going to play against righties, things like that. You know, it, maybe, my, that, maybe my dad will call the, the coach and talk to him at the big league level. Get him tweeting. That's a whole nother. I tweeting. mean, now we can go down that path if you want. <laughs> I, you know that. what I saw? I mean, this is bouncing into the NFL, but they're, like some of the guys' moms are like tweeting and stuff oh, like that geez. about their players' yeah. roles and stuff like yeah. that. One of the guys down in Miami got traded to Pittsburgh, and, and one of the big storylines, I don't know if this played into yeah. the actual transaction, but his mom was complaining about his 
his stuff on Twitter, his, his role on yeah. Twitter. No, this isn't the kind of DB he is. He's yeah. this kind of. The, well, it's like, oh boy. But look, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give an example. You know, and again, I'm not saying that my way is always the best way because it's not. But we, I think you do the same thing with your boys. I watch how you handle your boys in here. You know, we let them beat up on each other and, you know, do things and go at it. But, you know, we were down, we were in carry one year and Zach kept, Zach kept saying he wanted to pitch just before he became a pitcher, right? I want to pitch, I want to pitch, I want to pitch, right? Okay, dude, we're in carry at the NTIS and he's playing first and he's doing good, whatever, but he wants to pitch now. So I put him on the bump, right, in carry. I think he was 14 maybe. And, uh, 13 possibly, and he throws 30 pitches, 29 balls, and he's looking at me going, you know, get me off here, get me out of here, and I'm like, no freaking way, dude. Yeah, You're going to eat this, you know? This is this is where you're going to get more out of what you are than, you know, me coming and pulling you off and sitting you down and making you feel good. You're going to suck this up and go, you know? So a lot of times when things are not, uh, more times than I can remember growing up, when things are not perfect, they're going to pick and pull and they're going to go or they're going to try and find the situation that massages them and makes their kid feel good and makes them feel good. And those are usually just short-term fixes. They're always short-term um, fixes. And there's, and there's a there's a number of people that just do it all the time. And we call them team jumpers. They're going to go, 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 go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, you know, in the last 10 days or so, we've been dealing with with a situation that mm-hmm. was, was just like that. One of the things I kept pointing back out, you know, as far as this player was concerned was, Look how many teams they've been with yeah. in the last few years. Yeah. You know, there's, they're always looking for the next thing, and yeah. and whatever the next guy says is going to be what they believe. And it, again, you know, it, it gets frustrating, right? It gets annoying for about a day, and then you go, "Really? I've been doing this for 14 years." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. See you later, dude. We'll redo this again. Peace out. Yeah. And, uh, and it's uh, it's always interesting because you know what? I mean, we care about the kids. There's no doubt about that. Every conversation we have when we go through mm-hmm. these things, it's like you know what. They're kids, and you—you know—we've talked each other off the ledge to a degree on, on certain things, and you probably talked me off the I ledge. I was about to say it's—it's it's, it's, that's, yeah. that's more wondering. I was talking so much more. I'm like, I used to just get in the car and just go and get right in the face and like, let's go, you know. But um, I'm, I, like I say, I'm better. I'm better now. I'm trying to be better. I am getting. Are your fingers better. crossed? Yeah, my legs are. My fingers—they're <laughs> up here. But no, that's the thing. I mean, you know, that. Certain people have certain tendencies, and you know it's it's like a you know teaching an old dog new tricks. You, know, yeah, you, know, you can't really, you know. No, it, again, if, if you're not, if you more times than not, if you're not soft and 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 warm to the player, you know, it, it, it trickles into the stands, and then the parents are all upset, and then they got to do something, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, these kids don't realize, you know, you get to the next level, you better be, you better have some thick skin, because those jobs are wins and losses. Our jobs right now are just to develop kids mm-hmm. and move them on, right? Not W's and L's. And, 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 but, you know, the next level is, you know, you're not producing. Guess what? There's 35 guys sitting on this bench. Guess what your ass is going to be? Yeah. Down there in number seat 35. Then you, so. you got what you wanted. You get what you want, man. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. So, so we sit in here and we, you know, we, we get through the, uh, like, do you believe this happened again? But, I mean, if we went back and looked 14 years ago, it happened 14 years ago. It's going to happen every single year. Um, but you take care of what you have, and that's that's always the uh, the people that want to be here are the are the people we want here. Well, you know, it's kind exactly. of it, it's it is what it is. You know, I'd rather work with players that want to be here than players sure. that are sitting there on the fence. Yeah. You know, and and, and just in just about every one of these cases over the last, I guess six or seven years that I've I've been doing yeah. this, in just about every one of those cases, those kids that are on the fence that don't commit, they never they never 
they never achieve what their goal was right. in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's a lot of different games in this town, and I'm not even saying it's just our. No, it's everybody. You, know, everybody you get these other organizations, and if they would just buy in and sit there and stop looking around everywhere all the time yeah. and just sit there and work, you're going to be fine. They're going to do they, well. Different from different from from us. Then you got you know. I mean, you have weak people that get phone calls from people that get talked into certain things. There's weak-minded people that you know because people recruit at this level. I mean, it's crazy. People recruit at nine and ten and eleven years old. It's nuts, and they're being told that you know this is this is the uh, this is the light. So if you think that's the way that that's the light to follow, then go follow the light. You have to, but you have to go. You I mean, have if to. you think that's the way, then you know you go do it. You know, but uh, but it's always, it's always interesting because you you know I, I'm I'm not soft. You're not soft. I mean, you know, we have fun with the kids in the dugout. We do. We it, it, it it's it's a great place for me because it keeps me young. You know, what I mean, you're dealing with the kids and. You know, it it it's and it's and it's baseball. You know, and it's kid sport, and I and I, and we love it, and that's where we. I, I would prefer to be in the dugout every single day if I could. Does it, that's not the part of this job that is work. No, that not at all. It's the other stuff is the work. Not at that, all. That, Even the that, development of the kids is not the work. No, no, it's not the work. But it's 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 the outside pieces, like you're saying. It's dealing with it's dealing with you know families and team jumpers and and other organizations and things like that. And I'm saying, listen, there's other organizations that those situations fit for people. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Go, I, I, go I, do that. You I send several, you send guys. Yeah, I've had several conversations over the last couple of weeks with our with our teams and and just kind of the way they set up and stuff like that. And for some players, it's not an ideal situation because you know all it does is create a logjam at a certain position where where right. you where you need to right. be playing and. You know, it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the rest of the players. So right. you know, so go play a on a B, yeah. C, D team and get your playing time, or or you know, or an right. A team. You know, I mean, yeah. some of these players yeah. are, are good players. Yeah. It's just hey, it doesn't it doesn't match here. I mean, we don't have we don't have three four teams where we can just sit there and, and funnel you back until you're finally in the in the right playing situation. We've got one team, and sometimes we've got to make those those crummy decisions. Speaking of development, so we have we have our P five carving station. Yes, and tread. We, tread, tread now. Out. And why don't you like lay out tread a little bit? Uh, tread is <clears throat> it's kind of everything that's new as far as how pitching is looked at. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously um, come from you know the old school mentality where uh, you know you know you show up, you get out on the mound, you get your innings, and that's where you find it out. This is actually t- taking a look more at the at the individual, uh, the deficiencies, um, the, the, the you know. The, the health standpoint of it, the diet standpoint of it, it's kind of a you know it's 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 looking at the pitcher under a microscope, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty you know it's pretty neat. There's a lot of things that are really interesting in this. I know you know and, and just like anything else, I won't be all in on everything. Right. But there's a lot of good things that are here, and you know I'm looking at it just the same as as a learning opportunity for me to make sure that I'm staying current with uh, the trends and and different ways to to view and understand. You know what it is. You know some of these things. Are, it's things that you know, but you can't necessarily explain why you know it. Mm-hmm. You know they're able to use more data, and they can help you understand why it is that you know that. I guess if that right, makes sense. Right. Which makes you, which makes it easier to translate to, to players. Right. So it's, you say you know it because you've been through the process now. But this is good information for people that have not been through the process. Now we're gonna, you know, you're not, you're only, you're not gonna have to figure it out. We're gonna tell you why. It's, it, it, you know, I have the tangible experience and I can explain to somebody why, why a pitch, you know, I know why a pitch, when I see a pitch do this, I know why it's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that to the kid, but that doesn't necessarily paint the whole picture. 
you know, if when, by using these different data points, it gives you more information. It gives you a, a, a you know, sometimes that works. Sometimes me explaining it to a kid works. Sometimes it doesn't. By using a lot of the tools that they have, with the, with the data and the analysis and the video and, and, and I mean just a, you know a variety of other things, you know it gives you more opportunities to to help more players. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, and it's pretty interesting. You know it's it's kind of a total uh, it's a total package when it when it comes to pitching. You know you obviously you get the. Uh, um, you know the mound. This is the hybrid. The of, this is the hybrid of P five carving station and tread. Yes, yeah. So now you're getting now. Now you're not even now. now you know with it, with this combination, you're not just getting the the analysis. Mm-hmm. You're getting the the work. You're getting you're getting the feedback. You're getting the conversations. You're getting you know you're getting the full gauntlet of and what to work on to make those things better. Yeah, and, and how. So instead of just like okay, I'm sitting here with a rap soda and I'm going to give you spin rate and all this other stuff. Um, or the you know the, the pitch logic balls and things like that. Now you're getting you're getting more data as far as how to develop and make that self better. Which you know we haven't seen anybody in this state or South Carolina or North Carolina that has what's going on now here no. as far as the pitching. No, not I mean, not it's a, above everybody else. Here's the thing. I mean, when you do get this different combination with with the P5 and and with Tread and with my, myself uh, included in that is and Tim. Yeah, t- Tim being P five, um, you know, you get the mental side. You get the you get mm-hmm. the analysis, and then from me, you know, really, you get you know, I'm not old. I, I don't look myself old, but you get the <laughs> tangible, the tangible experience. Right. You know, you you get the understanding. You you know, you can start getting. You know, the, that stuff doesn't deal with philosophy and feel and and kind of the the art of pitching. You Just know, throwing simply a pen deals, and going through it. Yeah, yeah it's it's, 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 it's simply objective. These right. are objective numbers, but there's a lot of subjectivity once you get out there on the mound, mm-hmm. and and that's where the you know in my opinion that's where the that's why the combination works. Right. So this uh, our program, this whole tread and and P five carving station is open to everybody. I mean, we are incorporating it into our our pitches and our program. It's part of their it's part of their registration uh, fees. But this is this program is open. Uh, to all pitchers out there that want to uh, that want to take this to the next level, so I mean, there's different places around the country that have similar things in terms of like a drive line or you know a pitching ranch or but not real you know the pitching ranch more than the the, the drive line, but mm-hmm. you know now it's here and we have it here at the Carolinas and you know it's it, here's an opportunity for pitchers just to flat out you know take this stuff to the next level. We saw we saw great advances in the arms in our organization strictly just through the P5. We saw good jumps. Now we're going to incorporate this even more, and we're expecting even greater. Yeah, it's just continuing to move, you know, move the needle forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't if you sit still in this game very long. You're everybody's passed you up, and it's just you know, it's another part of the, it's another tool that we have that we can uh, we can help uh, continue to push uh, push players and get, and get mm-hmm. stronger development. Um, I want to jump on the gala. Did you have a good time, Andrew? Oh yeah, home plate gala. Always. What a great night. Yep. It was a fun night. Good time. It was mm-hmm. a fun night. It's always I always get nervous because I want it to be better than the year before, and they're never like one better than the other. They just end up good, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Jack Leggett got the Spirit mm-hmm. of the Game Award. Francis Crockett Ringley got uh, First Lady of Baseball, which was you know very special to me because she was the uh, the GM my first full season down here. And then obviously Mike Schultz's mom Lib worked uh, worked in the front office. So there's. You know, it's pretty interesting. I mean, could you say that you're connected to the double A family that you were with? Don't no. No. I won't right. never mind. Right. <laughs> right. But you know, that it's pretty wild because there's a whole Charlotte O's Facebook page that, you know, from all the gen from all the years that Francis was the general manager, 
there's guys on all over the place. And then we actually had different guys from different eras speak uh, in a video that Andrew put together for Francis. See, that's something that I, I you know, I'm a little jealous of is, you know, by the time I was into AAA and double A and things yeah. like that, it was it was a different it was a different. Uh, climate you know they right. they found ways to make money in minor league yeah. baseball so it was it was corporations that were yeah. owning the teams and stuff yeah. like that this and was family owned. yeah it wasn't a family it yeah, was not a family yeah. environment I, I, I it's one of the biggest reasons that i stayed down here was because you know of of the the schiltz and the and the crockett family and you know um, it just seemed like a great place to be it was pretty pretty freaking cool you know to have that i mean i, I never had that in a baseball environment ever and uh it was fun, man. I mean, there was again, there was some crazy things that went on, and then there was, you know, the, you know, then there was, you know, the bar crowd. Um, you know, what surprised know. me the most. No, you stayed on schedule the whole night. I'm getting better. You're at getting that. better. I am. I think there's a lot of things I'm working on. In John, my are life. you shocked? <laughs> am I shocked? Yeah, you stayed on schedule the whole. How time? many times did he say the word Delta? No, I didn't use I it once. I don't oh, think really? he said no, it once. No, I didn't. Really? I didn't. He turned I, over a new leaf this I year. I did. All right. I did. <laughs> Did you I just learn a new word, or, or did you? I just forgot it. I forgot it. The stroke allows me to forget things. <laughs> it's just, it's not it's not part of my vocabulary anymore. Maybe it is from time to time, but no, I did not use that word much. But that was that was a fun night. Tom Reginas gave a presentation for Leggett as well. Oh, nice. Um, you know the whole Francis thing, but just you know everybody was there. Our not whole gang was there in terms of the the complex, which is in great shape right now. Was I got to go up there after this, but. Um, you got to go up there. Have you been? When's the last time you've been there? I was there at the opening ceremonies. Last time I was up there. Yeah, you should see it. The the turf is all knitting. The the grass is all starting to knit together, and it's you know it's green as green, and the fences are up, and and then you go up there. You know, it's it's funny. It's like spotting Sasquatch, right? So I pull up yesterday, and I <laughs> because I thought yesterday was a meeting. So I forgot Delta and I forgot the meeting. All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, and who's in the dugout putting benches together, recreating the benches as McDowell. Because we didn't get enough, so he's going to decide to use all the scraps around the the site. Oh, boy. and he got the planks that that's supposed to, you know that you sit on. He ordered them, but he's just cutting scraps and and he's doing all this basically like tape and eyeballs and it's nuts. I mean, it, it's fun to but I, so I pull up and I'm like, who the heck is in the dugout? This big dude. Did it look like the bunk bed in, uh, <laughs> in Step Brothers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you don't want to sit on that bench. We got to put a little little label on that says "Made by McDowell." Yeah, you have to be you know? under forty pounds to sit on this bench. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was a great night. We did better financially than we've done ever before. We did really. We did. You know, obviously, we're waiting for that angel to drop a million dollar check in there at some point. You know, to John to change the. The landscape, but overall, overall, we did uh, we did very well, um, you know, relative to the years in the past, and uh, it was just it was a lot of fun, and we had a we had a Sonic Rewind, we had a rock band there mm -hmm. afterwards. I'm I'm voting. Oh, I'm voting up. I'm voting down on that one. I mean, it was like you and like two girls dancing. Shave said that, but there was like fifty <laughs> or sixty people dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know what's the biggest hit though is that freaking photo booth, man. Yeah, people did a photo booth all night long. <laughs> that was the whole yeah. Facebook. I when I was flying back, That's I was all... going through Facebook, and it was hundreds of pictures from that photo booth. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's oh, it's, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun, man. Everybody's all 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 lubed up and and ready to go. But I had my Terp brothers there. I had a full table of Terps, and uh, that was good. That turned into a nightmare. But um, that was it, man. So where are we at, Andrew? You we're, start, you're starting to eyeball it. We're good? We're good. Did you have fun? You did have fun. Yeah, always. We keep trying to, like, I don't know. we got to find him to do a date there or something, you know? 
He, he dates Mevo. No, I got I got the Mevo. I got to make sure the two interns were getting their pictures, videos. There's just not enough time for a date there. So you don't have That's fun. That's tough. No, I have fun. You find time to have fun? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I had a lot to drink that night. Yeah, he did. He did. And it didn't even phase him. No, I had... Tw- That's kind of scary, I had, isn't it? I had 23 it? drinks, and I was That's fine. like bad. Like, That's weird. Okay, now AA is going to be ringing this phone here in a heartbeat. He had 23 <laughs> drinks. <laughs> He's drinking like, what are you drinking? Like, uh, it was, uh, no, it was whiskey have an and umbrella? Coke. Whiskey umbrella and Coke. And, no. Oh, whiskey and Coke? Yeah. Coors Cutter. All yeah, night. That's so, all I drank. You know what? I guess Sharps. if you, you drink 23 Cokes, that's a lot of caffeine. It is. That sounds, that sounds worse than drinking 23 beers. Yeah. I would feel awful. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. There was a lot of bourbon flowing, though. There was. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of big hitters in the bar, just like whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I actually actually had to peel out. I went. Amanda disappeared early. She showed up to get her face and hair done and all that other stuff, and didn't eat all day. And then her and Martine Masri were drinking prosecco in the room. And then by the time I got done and sat down to eat dinner, I looked at her. I'm like, oh, what is? wrong with you <laughs> like a nice I don't even know she's like she's biting it I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm like and I've been with you over 20 years you're not fine <laughs> so then that way then at the end of the night we're done and I'm, I'm looking around like where's Amanda and like you know they said somebody saw her just be lying down to the hall and oh. got there and she was passed out I give her credit though she turned herself in yeah no and, man uh, I, I I I'm good I'm good with ghosting when it when yeah, you know it's over that. get yeah. out of there yeah, man John, hit, hit John is good at ghosting yeah, he man. does. He he pieces out a lot, so and you can't talk him out of it. It's like, no, I'll stay for one more. No, I'm gone. My, yeah, it's already over. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and I know my night's done with my sister in law Kelly. She's like, I just want you to be happy, Andrew. Oh, we got the love thing. Got the love drunk going. Yeah, she, yeah. She's like, I just want you to be happy. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. The, you're the best brother-in-law in the world, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I love you. And I'm so happy. And yeah. yeah. And then in the morning, like when she comes down with the biggest hangover, like Andrew, where the frick is the freaking Bloody Marys? Like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> no, I sat in the lobby and I'm watching people parade out of there that stayed the night before. <laughs> and that zombies. Woo! That was a whole lot different than when they were coming down the hall to go into the gala. Yeah. How they were exiting was not uh, not a pretty sight. But Jack Leger was. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his his speech was phenomenal. Scott Bankhead was there, old teammate around Seattle, and um, you know, there was just a lot of a lot of people that we, we we made a big joke, you know, because I usually go down the list and identify all the baseball people there, and then we were like, and we invited an umpire this year. Uh-huh. Cliff, Clifton Bennett showed. Oh, all right, yeah, all right. Clifton did. He's a great guy, so he was there. Um, it was just fun. Good night, and I, I it, it it seems like it it comes up fast, mm-hmm. and then it just it's done, and then now we got another year to uh, to move on and do it again. I got to figure out the next award though. That's gonna be that's the part that gets tough. For like sure. who's next? Do you give the spirit of the game? Well, award I know to? the name you were talking about before. I know it's getting to him though. You know, you think we can get him? I'm gonna try. Can you announce it? No. Okay. No, because if I don't, I don't want to look like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to put it out there. It's like the secret, you know. You got to put it out there into the universe, so it comes back to you. you know? So if I put it out there, okay, it's a former Pittsburgh Pirate, mm-hmm. currently Philadelphia Philly. How's that? Oh, and former USA Baseball. Right. Yep, yep, USA Baseball. That that came through the game from youth on with the assistance of others. Yeah. Um, you know who we're things. talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty easy now. I know he's got a he's rehabbing right now. Yes, exactly. So come yeah. at, come is it going to come back to me? Is it going to circle back? I think so. You think so? Okay. Well, we know a guy who can talk to him. Well, I already asked, and you know, it's kind of early to, to, to make that. Mm-hmm. I went right to him. I went right yeah. to the guy and said, hey. 
And I know they will at some point. It's just, you know, maybe I got to kind of figure out through the agent or something You're like that. You're talking about Adam Schiff, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring old pencil neck on. Now this year's hey, Spirit hey, of the hey, Game hey, Award. Hey, what? Hey. All right, no football, no politics. Oh, come on, no football, man. You guys no went politics. down that route. <laughs> I actually got my, I mean, there's good stuff going on right now. How about the brawl last night in football? Did I, you watch I, that? I, that was nuts. Now I was on Fox. All night. Yeah, of course. I, 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 I get on the couch. I get it was home. On, it was on Fox. No, not not Fox three sixty. Fox forty six. Hey, this was a, you would have liked. This. No, no, I watch Fox. Good. I watch Fox forty six with Brian Blakely. I always watch his. You know, it was kind of like it was kind of like Happy Gilmore taking off a skate and trying to stab a guy. He uh, yeah, it was the, bad. The defensive end pulled the the helmet off of the quarterback and then hit him with it. Really. You didn't see this? Yeah, this is, there was punches a, and this kicks. Is all, this is right up your alley, man. This is a <laughs> Jeff Shane for 1990 right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go back and tape that and see if I can't get that one off of oh, uh, it'll, it's gonna YouTube. Be on. It's going to be on the next 48 hours. No just, kidding. Just put it on ESPN, put it on the NFL Network. You won't miss it. All right. I'm a, I'm you don't a, see a guy get hit by his home helmet very often. No. And he hit the quarterback. In the head? Did he hurt him? It didn't knock him out or anything. It, it hit him, but it kind of, it didn't flush it but i mean it was a haymaker so how did the how did that happen like did he just won't you watch it and find out oh will it come back to me in the universe if you put it out there yeah okay all right i got it i got it so all right anything else andrew i think we're no we're good we covered a lot today huh Mm -hmm. it's not not your normal podcast that's what i love about it nope not your normal podcast but well we appreciate everybody john thanks again all right i know so andrew yeah. 23 cocktails and it didn't <clears throat> wobble, man. It's impressive. Weird. It's impressive. I don't even drink that much. Yeah, it's weird. You did that night. I did. Yes, you did. Fine. So, Well, we appreciate everybody, and uh, we look forward to doing this again next week. So, peace out. <laughs>